0: have on here okay wait yeah okay I think it's recording it's recording oh here we go go. podcast it up okay podcast time Taylor welcome
1: (laughs) well thank you so much for having me I uh I love the show I've listened to to all the episodes that you've posted online so far hey okay oh great guests I'm so so uh thrilled to kind of be on here and, and talk to you about your experience
0: too <laughs> yes I want to be grilled sometimes sometimes I don't sometimes I don't think it's like back and forth enough when you podcast sure right we like people just like I would love if someone threw something back you know like or like volleyed something where there it's like are. you know so uh you were telling me before we came on here that you're living in Denver yep and your husband followed you to Denver was that what we were <sighs>
1: No, actually kind of the opposite. I think I followed him. (laughs) So I had this, um, uh, yeah, I I got it kind of got into software. I was uh, doing a lot of front end. So like Dreamweaver was my tool of choice. This was like back like early 2000. Gosh, I want to say like 2008 or maybe even before. Oh yeah. Okay, Um, Okay. So we were kind of, you know, I was like a webmaster which was I had to hold on to all the passwords and design and develop something in HTML using Dreamweaver and yeah. it was an extraordinary time. So I was doing that and um, for more of the industrial like construction type market. Um, okay. And so I was like in kind of some of the marketing and sales. And then I had an opportunity to live in Montreal and I met up with some of the the Google Fiber folks. And okay. I had this kind of, I was still working for Kiewit. But we had this really kind of like fun period of um, basically working with their their front end team for Google Fiber. And I did that internship, turned full time. And um, then I, I, I met David, and he stole my heart. And I came back to Denver because he was here doing school and the rest is really history. He's also in software too.
0: So. Wait, so he so he's originally from Indiana but moved to Denver. But yeah. while but Denver was your hometown. Right. right? So we while were, like, you weren't came. there, he yep. came there. Oh come on if that's not uh MTV. And then I flew,
1: him, I flew him out to to montreal as well and so we we kind of had this like oh man is should this get serious or should we just be yeah, friends, yeah yeah you know
0: <laughs> should and i then, buy we, your plane ticket or not
1: <laughs> actually my dad ended up buying the plane ticket
0: <laughs> hey there you go endorsement from from dad
1: right right remember i was an intern at the time so we we had to hold on to some cash
0: <laughs> i yeah, love that So Pat, so after Google Fiber and after your dream, we were days and let's fast forward quickly to today, right. And like what you've, what you're doing in no code and what you're kind of how you're like developing things and like using Webflow. Um, How, how has your journey changed from then till now?
1: Oh goodness. Oh goodness, Jeremy. It's, it's exciting now. I mean, this is like the best part. I mean, if you want to be a designer this is the time to jump in because it is so exciting. You have an extraordinary set of tools. Um, yeah. and just to, and and a little disclosure too. I actually didn't work on the Google Fiber team. I'm still working gotcha. yeah, it sure. in the in the building. Yeah, sorry, I had a kind of full disclosure there. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, i I position kind of, a really interesting kind of like freelance journey, which I think a lot of designers that I, you know, kind of talk to on Twitter, they I think they go through that same journey where, they, you know, they kind of are in maybe a startup from here, you know, there, but then they're kind of maybe doing a more freelance work on the side. Um, so for the last about 10 years, that was really what I've been doing. Um, and we've, you know, slowly, kind of, I think back in 2014, I think at the end of it, I got pinged by, um, I want to say it was like Drew Wilson or something. And he made this mention about this new Macaw, which was this new set of, it was a downloadable program that you download to your, to your computer. And it was far better than Dreamweaver. It's like what Dreamweaver should have been. And it was called Macaw. And so I I opened it up and I did this one website I think on the plane going somewhere and I was like wow this is going to be really cool. And then shortly after that I you know again on the Twitter sphere heard about Webflow. And oh. when I opened that platform up I knew that this is what I needed to be putting my time into learning, oh. understanding um I mean, what are your thoughts? Like, like, well, like I I was going
0: to say, like you coming from that somewhat technical aspect where you like knew a lot of like how to interact and like, you're obviously a designer by trade, right? So it's, you, I think kind of saw it and understood it. Like it was built for you, right? Like it is like Photoshop of the web, right? So like, um, when I first looked at it, I was like, I have no idea what to do you know, cause like I didn't have the te- te- technical design chops. I didn't have any technical chops at all. So like, for me, it's always been like non-technical. Um, but also I don't, I have no idea. I built my first web flow so, or ours, our sites in Webflow flow uh, in last June, July was my first experience. So like five years after, like half a decade after you found it. Right. So like, I'm not sure what the design challenges or what it looked long? like back in 14. It's been that long. <laughs> oh, I'm old. <laughs> You're carbon dating yourself. <laughs> so crazy. like, you knew what, uh, did you know, like uh, uh, what the impact would, of it would be just to your career or everyone else?
1: Oh, not yet. I think, and okay. in, in, in so exciting that, you know, kind of the differences, I think, in in the paths and the journeys to find the tool, um, yep. but I when I opened it, it it was something like, "This is going to be a tool to be using for WordPress."
0: <laughs> oh yeah, sure. <laughs> it, right, well, right I know, right.
1: right? I'm so sorry, Vlad, and the in the Webflow team. Um, <laughs> but yes, that was my my thought was I was like. Oh my gosh, I found, and I, I remember calling David and I came home from like a day of like a co working spot. And I said, I found this new thing. It's called Webflow. I have to learn it. It has all these buttons, it's all visual. It's Dreamweaver 2.0, and I can export the code and convert it to WordPress.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Sure. Yeah. Like I, I like how I like that though. Right. So, like, yeah. did that hack work? Did that work? Oh, it,
1: after hours yeah. of coding and putting some PHP in there and yeah. making some blogs that were kind of half broken and using a CMS that is slightly outdated. Sorry, WordPress, but um, but yeah, that was my first two years of using <laughs> Flow. Was, two
0: year, for years you used it that way.
1: Well, a lot of my clients were on WordPress.
0: Okay. Right? So yeah, yeah, right. Like,
1: how do I start to take? you know, and, and convince them. And I think there's still a, a type of conversation that, you know, sure, sure. freelancer to clients have of of the pros of using WordPress or Webflow because of, co- of course they don't see that. They just yeah. want a yeah. website. So, right. yeah. so there was that. There was that. The one problem.
0: The one thing I loved about Webflow over WordPress because like I built all my old school, like no code companies in WordPress as well. So like there was an old uh, there was an old builder I had him on the podcast um, Scott from App Presser. do you know that one? Yeah, uh, App Presser. App Presser, like it took a uh, a uh, uh, WordPress website and turned it into a native mobile app. I oh. just kind of like spun it into that. Yep. And the builder was more or less very archaic. And, like it. This was years ago. Uh, but like I used all those old school no code tools. And then what WordPress is, is obviously the possibilities are absolutely endless, right? But like, it takes more resources to manage it, you know? Sure. So like, how, I've noticed that with Webflow, I can literally, I almost feel like I can, you, do, you can do slightly less, but like, cause you're somewhat constrained. At the same time, I feel like I don't have to worry about anything like building and launching something in Webflow. How did you compare and contrast the two? Like on the come up.
1: Yeah. And you're entirely right. There was this ecosystem of plugins that I, I yeah. was already uh, bought into uh, just because that was the nature of the web back then. Um, and so, you know, you would have Elementor and Sempress okay. and these
0: Beaver Word Builder. Yeah.
1: Be, yes. Beaver Builder. <laughs> <laughs> what a name. What a name is Beaver Builder. What a, na-
0: what a name. Yeah. Cause you're built. I feel like uh I feel like they had like the worst brand but like that it could have been better. I just feel like they, but they also took off really big. I think
1: the name. I
0: think the Beaver. Yeah, Beaver. It's got to be the Beaver Builder. Right. Yeah, it's got to be the name.
1: <laughs> and so when we were kind of putting together these client, you know, these sites for our clients, um, there was this always this onboarding period of testing out all of your plugins, what plugins yep. we used, how to log into the WP admin, um, and so there was this very kind of, and, and now you, you talk about it and it, you know, cause now we're on the little bit of the forefront of the no code and it's yep. archaic and all, right. all of these different pieces had to be linked so perfectly in order for your site to work which I, I think the beauty of Webflow and, and Bubble and, and Adalo and some in Y code even that's coming out is is that there's this simplistic nature of everything is all together. It yeah. works when you want it yeah. to work, um, but that took me a little while to convince um i think my clients but then also kind of convinced myself that this was the future was that you build on this platform you don't just export the front end
0: <laughs> yeah right. so when did you go from that mindset so like after 2 years was it just like i'm gonna, i'm going to start launching everything on webflow
1: oh that was that that happened gradually um that happened with my site first so okay. i decided in in my portfolio's
0: super what's helpful. your site
1: so it's like Taylor Freund F R E U um, N D dot com, and it could even be down. I know. I'm sorry, listeners. Um,
0: <laughs> I've been an old site. Um, Are you not maintaining this?
1: I well, right. The portfolio slowly tr- transitioned to BrandWeld, which is our little no-code studio. So if you go to okay, BrandWeld okay, okay. W E L D dot co, um, that would be the latest kind of portfolio items on okay. the client list. But yeah, so that I, I did the portfolio first back then um, in Webflow. So I found somebody and we actually I, I collabed with uh, his name was Igor um, or Igor um, okay. at Igor at Webflow, I think is in and, and we kind of did this collaboration on my portfolio and we got it up. And it, that was then with in attaching the CMS because the CMS to me was this big hurdle in terms of like learning to get through with Webflow. In so, Webflow, okay, yeah. Yeah, so I knew that the designer, right? So like the how you kind of adjust the CSS properties and give some interactions to Webflow. And that's kind of similar to some of the other builders out there, even Bubble. And that was pretty easy to grasp, but the CMS, like attaching something, which is, should be so simple to yeah. a content management system, I think that was a hurdle. To kind uh-huh. of go through so so we collabed together and then once that was live that changed my decision immediately once I did it one time that every single client I either am going to land in the future or maybe have already landed and they're kind of in this transition phase to get on webflow immediately.
0: Yeah uh, okay
1: yep and that shifted the the model a lot too um and, and it's still- with the no
0: code agency that you yes. have yep okay
1: the, the no code agency. So brand weld in, in a sense, and we were full-time three people, um, back in August. And right now we're just, uh, myself and back
0: just this past August.
1: Yeah. We got really okay. busy this year. Um, yeah, right. no code, I mean, with the restaurants wanting to be online and there was a lot yeah. of local people just around town that, that needed to get up in, in running. Um, and so we, we hired, um, two, two others and myself. So we were just webflow all day. Um, I was doing most of the UI UX design in Figma yeah. and then converting it. Um, so still kind of old school practices. I know there's some designers now that just go straight into webflow. Um, sure. is that how you do it? Do you, you go straight? Uh,
0: so I, I, I have gone right from, uh, I think I, I usually start with like some kind of clonable, I think. <laughs> so like, and I'll start there and then start, Putting it, I've got to have some kind of like start starting template, right? Like that's kind of like how I build everything. So like, um, and like at V1, like my company, that we, uh, we made an integration, like talking with the Webflow, like CTO, like Bryant, um, and we made an integration to take a Webflow site and to make it a native mobile app. So like, and that is kind of where we started to take off. Like that is when we were like, okay, cool. So people can like protect their screens. People can bring in their e-commerce items. And then we just like sell, like it's like, there's a stat out there. Like this is the reason why I came up with this, which was like, you're three times more li- like a, uh, you, you'll have three times more sales if you have a native mobile experience, like period. Wow. Right, it's just engagement. It's it's around, um, there's this another stat with like push notifications that you can't have like on a on a site right like it's uh people are 10 times more likely to open a push notification than they are even an email so we started going in this more and more and more going okay so we started like building this deeper integration with webflow and then it just became where we would take a webflow site cms like content uh and then throw it in our builder and then push it native mobile for like small businesses and oh, then it just kind of like took off from there so like um we'll have to talk more in depth about that like offline yes.
1: offline for sure or online because <laughs> <laughs> it's fascinating i mean the mobile space is something yeah, that yeah. i um regrettably haven't dove into so okay. i've only published you know one adalo app and it's not published yet i had to take it down okay. for some things um it's called trackmywellness.com and okay, okay. that
0: was my
1: right i have i have the okay. domain
0: does I'm it go anywhere different. if i type it in
1: no not
0: no yet. okay All right. yeah i'm just i'm just, just sharing these dead links for your audience <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say we have so many dead links now that this is <laughs> i'll put
1: but the beauty Whole of Go code jeremy is that i'll put something up yep Right after great. this call. And yeah. then they'll have something live, and they can go ahead and see some screenshots. But
0: you want to know what I think. I think this is fu- I think it's funnier to put in dead links in the bio. Like, here are the dead links she brought up. And Taylor brought up in the <laughs> I crazy. think that that that's what I love about doing this. I think so many people like worry about being fucking polished that they never do something, right? They never launch. They never, they like, Oh, I got to fix that one thing. Right. Like I got to do that one thing. This is, they it's, it's like crippling. If then those little things just like add up, right. They're just constant. They're like, Oh, I got to do this. These now three things on this one thing. And then these 18 things on this other thing. And you're like, Oh, it's just easier to watch Netflix. You know, like that is kind of the mentality that's happening right now. So like, Outside of you doing your like your no code agency, um, which has grown to how big now, like client wise?
1: So, oh, so we have currently right now eighteen uh, clients that we um, I want to say sponsor. So okay. you know, it's like a collaboration, right? Because sure. so much of what Webflow does is create this um, very organic nature to building a website. So mm-hmm. if you remember from from WordPress. Um, you know, the conversion, and then there's like an SEO component. And then all of a sudden, after a year, it's launched. Well, Webflow is not like that. And you mentioned, you know, being polished. And you've probably seen this where what we do, which is a little different, is that we'll sit with the client and say, well, what is priority? So we, you know, probably a homepage, Sometimes yep. it's not. Sometimes it's like an about slide with like a, you know, some type of slider for, for VC, you know, funding. Yeah. Um, and so we we look at kind of servicing our clients as more of a uh, ongoing type of relationship because that's that's where Webflow is intended for. Because now, since it's so visual, you can kind of highlight and see an A-B test very quickly on what's successful and maybe what needs to be a little yeah. Yeah. And it, sometimes it's a good thing. And sometimes it's a pain in the butt because you get this client that comes back every other day and wants
0: to change it. Yeah. Like, and when do you, I think like, I think that's, I can think that's kind of important when people uh, start to like build like new businesses or new ventures. Um, one of the easiest ways to like stay in the game is like building like a service layer on top, right? Yes. Where like that customer needs you or that person needs you. It's not completely scalable, right? But like, if you actually have that, you're staying in the game. And all you need to be in business tomorrow is to just be in business tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. like you just need to have a business tomorrow. Yeah. Right? So like knowing that, um, I think is pretty great. And I want to get, uh, I want to get your last your your take on this, this one last thing that I want to cover, which is the trends you're seeing in no code in general, right? Like good and bad. So we'll take it, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with my bad first, like what I'm t- what I'm taking in no code, what I'd like to shit on. I've got too many things I want to shit on in no code, um, but like you see this uppity nature in no code, right? Like you're almost seeing people that essentially are creating a gateway to it, right? Like or a barrier based upon like their knowledge and not teaching enough or like showing people enough or caring enough. Um, there's this stat out there that's like 96% of people don't know how to navigate a CMS. And like for me, I'm like those are the people I want to help. Or right? like those are the people, right? Like the the small people, the me, right? Like I didn't know what I what I was looking at when I first discovered Webflow, right? For instance. Yeah. And that it's you're kind of seeing like, "Oh, I rebuilt this game in Webflow and it's like terrific." Great showcase of your abilities. That is pointless for no one. Like it's pointless for almost every, everyone that's going to see it, right? So, like, um, that's one of my most annoying things that, like, I see. What is what? It what's an annoying trend that you see in noko I,
1: I it think it could be the
0: same thing, by the
1: way. And it, it is. It's similar. It's it's taking um, it's taking too many steps forward to to make one simple step happen. Oh, okay. And, so um design systems is a really good um and and that actually might be um the next kind of like segue into a little bit of what i'm doing today um which has changed from last year so i'm not so much client facing now i'm actually building out some design systems and some templates um and and i will drop a a a link that actually is let's drop a live link in here there we go live link you guys (laughs) codelessmarket.com so codelessmarket.com um is is live, and so you can see um, a little bit of the design system that we are putting together, um, and there will be a couple templates. But one of the things that I, I think the challenge is in in Webflow is a technical challenge, and so when I when I kind of. Sometimes we'll get a client that maybe a freelancer has worked on prior, um, and maybe it's a ghosted freelancer. You know, so the freelancer stopped talking to the client, which is a really real big thing happening in no code, where yeah. these freelancers just kind of go quiet. And I don't blame them because, granted, some of these clients are are a pain in the butt because they constantly want to change things. Um, but you know, there's there's when you get into kind of sometimes their build, they're using a lot of classes that are just you know the beauty. Of working in Bubble, working in Adalo, working in V1, working in yep. in HubFlow is creating kind of a um, a design system that fits you. You know, oh, yeah. we at BrandWeld we call it D Div, like so D, you know hyphen, and then we'll type the the name of the div container oh, or yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: section. And so then when you're looking in the layers, and it's so nerdy, but like there's there's some <laughs> types of things there that if you just settle down. <laughs> and type in, you know, what you want to to do within the the nice big beautiful white screen. Yeah. Um. And you kind of just narrowly just type in one little div, and then you just use that same class over and over again. So that would be my big pet peeve because I deal with that a lot. I correct yeah. a lot. Um. A lot That's of a good one. Sites we rebuild because they're built with thousands of div container te- like items or text. Yep. One, text two, text
0: three, text four. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's a good one. So like, lastly, the last, by the way, I'm on uh, Brandweld, brandweld.co. Yes.
1: Okay.
0: Which yep. is fucking gorgeous, by the way. <laughs> so like, I love this. Uh, you're clearly an amazing designer, uh, which just, I absolutely, this is just wonderful. I love this. So like, uh, everyone check out that live link, brandweld.co. Yep. We'll I don't have
1: the dot .com. It's $2, Does dot .com go
0: anywhere or no? Well,
1: no, it's $2,000. Oh, I can't oh, buy it okay. yet.
0: No, no, no. I, know. I can't do that. Yeah.
1: Pricey. So. <laughs> we're, we're cheap and unpolished here, you guys. Yep.
0: Great. <laughs> I love that. That's what you'll have to come back on. So lastly, uh, what's a tip for no coders that you give away? Like a good little tip to start a highlight of what they could do. Anything, like, to help them succeed in Noco.
1: Start Start with a pen and paper or, yep, mm. start with a pen and paper and just draw some boxes. And then, mm. just getting started with Webflow, try to replicate those boxes inside Webflow very hey, that's have to be color coded they don't have to do anything because then you understand the nature of HTML which is a box and a box and a box
0: yeah so- I love that that's a good one I that's actually good advice for me like I I think part of this is me learning how to be a no coder because like I go in there and I just start breaking shit. you know what I mean I'm like did this work did that work you know what I mean me so too. uh <laughs> thank you so much for coming on we've got a couple links Send me some stuff and I'll I'll toss it up, and then you'll have to come back on, and we'll have to update some people here in the next uh, few weeks.
1: That'd be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, you know talk more about kind of what you guys are doing, and hopefully then um, Codeless Market will have its first template up too, so we can perfect.
0: I love it. I, I look forward to it. Thanks, awesome. Taylor.
1: Thank you so much.